0: let's talk about I'm a barbie girl in a barbie world I'm so plastic I need a napstick um all right full disclosure I am exhausted right now it is getting late and I've still got to pack for vacation tomorrow so if I sound a little bit crazy during this review the full disclosure okay so um everybody welcome back to the let Out podcast this is your host elias rush i was gonna say this is your host barbie no it's not um uh barbie is a 2023 american fantasy comedy film directed by greta gerwig who wrote the screenplay with noah Baumbach, based off of based on the barbie fashion dolls by mattel it is the first live action barbie film after numerous computer animated direct-to-video streaming television films the film follows barbie played by margot robbie and ken uh, played by um ryan gosling on on a journey of self-discovery following an existential crisis it is an ensemble supporting cast including america for error kate mckinnon Issa ray uh, Ray Perlman and i'm going to leave a few extras for the nice sp- for the spoiler section sorry. Need <clears throat> hey, My drink. i'm so plastic. Do they I don't think they play this um so. If you're watching the barbie review you're probably one of two people. One you're probably like a reviewer and you're like all right, I want to see what this other moderately small time independent reviewer has to say about the barbie uh, movie the other ones i think are probably diehards i assume are the diehard barbie viewers i would assume and then maybe the the one percent that are probably like the the big haters that are like oh i can't wait for him to sling on this one well barbie am i a barbie girl am i i living in a barbie world i think i am i gotta say that this film actually blew me away all the haters are like oh oh boo big boo me big boo who no man if you're looking at barbie and you're thinking oh man that's not for me man that's that's for little girls or for millennials that are tired of acting like adults and stuff like that and want to live through the eyes and the guise of a small child again well maybe some of a some of b can be right but um i gotta say that uh i think it's a very Important movie. It's a fun movie. It's not a perfect movie. It's uh, I got my cake and I want to eat it too kind of movie. It's a uh, pointing out problems even though the movie's got problems kind of movie. But I think that ultimately I'm glad it, it exists and. It's looking at probably being the number two movie of the year at this point, which is incredible Um, worldwide releases right now of the top 2023 movies go from Super Mario Bros at. uh, Then it comes in Spider Man across the spider verse and then Barbie. Uh, It's going to be. Uh, Sorry, I think that's just um, American. World, worldwide is Super Mario Bros., Guardians, and then Barbie. Barbie has already made $795 million in like week two and a half, week three. Whereas Guardians made 845 in its entire run. So it's quickly approaching the Super Mario Bros movie, obviously super successful. The other writer that is joining Greta Gerwig, who is the previous director on Little Women, uh, I have not seen, heard good things about it, mostly good things. And uh, I did like Lady Bird. Noah Baumbach is the other writer on this. He's most well known for, uh, you know, uh, Life Aquatic with like Wes Anderson, like Mr. Uh, Fantastic Fox. Francis Ha. Marriage Story. A lot of people love that one. He wrote and directed that, I believe. White Noise last year. And of course, he worked on Barbie this year. So I have uh. I gotta say I'm pretty damn impressed with Barbie um it's better than it needs to be the better than it needs to be it's better than anyone probably would have placed bets that it would have been Margot Robbie continues to impress me and everything she's in she's like a powerhouse of an actor she can I I've heard she can sing I can't remember if I've heard, seen um movie where she sang but I've seen her dance, I've seen her act. Uh Babylon most recently in in uh January was just a stellar powerhouse performance. Enjoyed the hell out of her there. And I think that she just brings this charisma to the screen. Ever I mean, I've I talked about it a little bit in the beginning of the other uh, Oppenheimer review side um of the aftercast whatever we talked about. That within the last like 10 years she's just become like this major icon in film and I, I, I love watching her progress and I, I I love seeing her work in franchise out of franchise and these. original massive properties, I would assume this is considered an original property. Give give or take the director video stuff, but as a live action piece, it is. So, um, yeah, very similar to the Oppenheimer of it all. It it's following a journey of self discovery, uh, following an, you know an existential crisis. I heard this movie was sitting on a $150 million marketing budget on top of the actual budget for the movie between 130 and $145 million. So the entire movie itself is looking at $300 million in the budget. I, I, I had no idea that marketing budgets went that high. Um, that's insane, but it it explains why you literally saw Barbenheimer and Barbie, you saw her everywhere. Um, and honestly, when I went, when you see, when you go to the movies, I, I think for at least the first month that this movie is going to be out, people are going to be dressing up like Barbie. They've turned Barbie into this event not just the barbie barbenheimer of it all i know it's uh, we talked about it in the other um podcast as well about an Oppenheimer, about how barbie and Oppenheimer opening on the same day is created or the same weekend has created this like uh Synered synergy effect that people wanted to go see both of these movies. Which I'll tell you right now, if you're this far and you're wondering if you should see both of them the same day, while you still have the chance, I wouldn't recommend going to see these same day. You know, Space them out one day at a time, because that's a lot of fucking movie. I mean, within trailers and all that. I mean, was uh, we're sitting at uh an hour and 14 minute movie right here for barbie you know with trailers that's a that's almost you know that's two and a half plus you know you got a three hour Oppenheimer and hire movie that's three you gotta throw another half hour in there for a trailer oh god oh god you're gonna be there all day i mean i did hear people do it right around two hundred thousand people did it actually from in the, in the amc system but um that's uh that's a long time to be in the theater i'm not gonna lie Even for someone that loves movies, I'm like, I don't know about all that. A live action Barbie film was announced in September 2009, holy shh, by Universal Pictures, with uh, Lawrence Mark producing. Development began in April 2014, when Sony Pictures acquired the rights, following multiple writers, Um, director changes, and the casting of Amy Schumer and later in Anne, Anne Hathaway as Barbie the rights were transferred to Warner Brothers pictures in October 2018 Robbie was cast in 2019 and Gerwig was announced as director and co-writer with Baumbach in 2021 the rest were cast uh, the rest of the cast were announced in early 2022. Filming took place primarily at Warner Brothers Studios, live in Leavesden, in, in England, and on the Venice Beach Skate Park in Los Angeles from March to July 2022. I gotta say, love the casting, the direction. Honestly, I like the majority of the things on this movie from from A to a to Z, I really do think this does hit some of my favorite notes. It's funny. Its direction is uh, it's so bold. And I got to say, I my biggest critique about it would probably be it feels like the last the the ending of the movie feels like it's lasting for 30 minutes. And it gets a little bit stuck in one side of the story. It's kind of like a 50-50 split story, so we'll talk about it in a non-spoiler section how it's split, but um, I gotta say that the split does kind of feel a little bit skewed, maybe 60-40 as opposed to 50-50 where it does, uh, where the blending is. And again, I am uh, a male watching a predominantly female-driven Barbie movie. I do gotta uh, kind of acknowledge that and of course, I'm uh, getting ready to pass the fuck out because I'm exhausted as hell. So just give, you know, take what I say as a grain of salt. Nothing, nothing was, it wasn't personal. <laughs> um, Barbie premiered at the Shrine Auditorium in LA on July 9, 2021. It was theatrically released in the US on July sorry 21. 2023 by WB Pictures it's simultaneously released with Oppenheimer which we got to say Oppenheimer was released by Universal Pictures under you know Nolan's direction Nolan was a big uh, head in the Warner Brothers um, Studios branch for a very long time up until the tenant release where they basically said same day same theatrical release and he felt really betrayed about it so. I've talked about it a little bit before but um, ultimately Warner Brothers still got lucky releasing against Nolan, given that he was they were backing a different uh, horse which was Greta Gerwig they're still making a lot of money. It's simultaneously released with Oppenheimer led to its Barbenheimer phenomenon on social media which encouraged audiences to see both films as a double feature which I think we did have some. Uh, younger women in the audience of Oppenheimer when I went to see it and I gotta say I feel like when I turned around at the third hour to see if they were still making it they they were like they were like falling asleep in the chair so <clears> hmm. <throat> Maybe they loved it. Maybe they just took a nap. I don't know. Not saying that's for all of them, but um, I wouldn't exactly say people that are going to see Barbie are going to enjoy Oppenheimer and vice versa. It feels like so polar opposites, but unless you're like a critic, then you kind of indulge in both, you know. I, I don't know. I think you got to have a very refined palette. Um, the film received mostly positive reviews from critics and has grossed over $795 million worldwide, becoming the third highest grossing film of 2023. Um, which is absolutely insane. The cinematographer of this, I got—I want to say this real quick. This same cinematographer, I had no idea this is. The, the Martin Scorsese and uh, Spike Lee have worked with this guy. Ang Lee, Rodrigo Prieto. Uh, he, this guy has worked on The 25th Hour. He was the cinematographer for 8 Mile. He was the um, cinematographer for, uh, oh, Frida, Brokeback Mountain, Babel, uh, some Ang Lee joints. He's got some Oliver Stone under his belt. He's got some Cameron Crowe, he worked on, he did Argo for Ben Affleck, Uh, Martin Scorsese's Wolf of Wall Street, Uh, uh, Scorsese's uh, Irishman as well, Silence, and what's coming out this year is uh, Martin Scorsese's uh, Killers of the Flower Moon, this dude is just cranking this shit out, it's wild. And I gotta say the look and the set design and the feel of this movie is still impeccable as well. Like I said, um, you know, Barbie, they really went in with having the real life sets and you can just feel the the tangibility in it. And it, it, it goes into the feeling of, of it feeling like a giant dollhouse and it having like the Easter eggs of this movie. It's like the Ready Player One of the Mattel Barbie universe of showing the meta different aspects of you know this is the Barbie you can buy in this year. this is roller skate Barbie. this is Long hair Barbie. this is you know all these different you know you got you got the dog uh, that comes with the, the dog house and then you got the whole there's so many Easter eggs that are going in this and in, in the cinematography and the set design and all of it going together is what makes this movie work. I think that it's going to work on fundamentally several different levels. Obviously, depending on what age and how much you relate to Barbie as the character and as a you relate to it as a brand, and how much nostalgia you have for it. it's like it's really beating you over the head with that. But um, just the same way as you know, like Lego Batman has that same kind of existentialism about being a, a toy, kind of so to speak, uh, you know it's it's really beaten it over the head of like where am i who am i supposed to be in this in this world kind of thing and um yeah it's uh it's it's a it's great movie um got music with mark wanson on there and andrew wyatt uh anything else i think that's just about it i generally think that this is probably going to make it one one thing, WB is probably going to keep this in theaters. I think people are going to kind of treat this like a musical and, and keep on going back to it, bring their friends, keep on dressing up, all that stuff. It's And it's got a really strong message and, and uh positive message. Might be a little bit broad in some aspects, but I think generally it's got a positive female empowering message or it, maybe not even female empowering 100% but it's it's feminine empowering I would say it as well if it's not just women empowering of all genders shapes sizes ages races, all religious all this you know they're trying to in, have ultra inclusion now with saying that there was the aspect that came to mind or that you know was in the back of my head that we are still following you know, despite us having black Barbies, we have Barbies and in, uh, in wheelchairs, we have Barbies that are you have unconventional body types. Uh, in in correlation to the original one um. It does feel very much that we are sitting on the shoulder of the quote unquote original OG white stereotypical Barbie and it is acknowledged several times that that's who she is that's what she is. Um, And there is like this meta aspect that I think that sometimes it grapples with and sometimes it doesn't grapple with and sometimes it's like a they they wanted their cake and to eat it too kind of uh, correlation and I totally. Uh, I can see that happening in this. Um, but yeah, that's kind of my non-spoiler review of this movie. I'd give it an 8 out of 10. It's probably most definitely going to make my top 10 of uh, 2023, mostly because it it did emotionally affect me in ways I was unexpected. I was not a quote-unquote Barbie girl living in a Barbie world. I No, no, so... <clears throat> I was not a Barbie girl, but I did, I felt like I lived in a Barbie world when I was growing up, because my cousin, uh, who I, you know, spent most of my uh, summers with and stuff like that growing up, uh, she would have these Barbies and I I remember them clear as day and I was like oh geez, you know, I was very much not like anti Barbie, but I was like, this is like excessive. And, and I'm trying to like regurgitate my mind and how I was thinking about Barbies. I was like, this, I always thought about I was like, it's like so many accessories, it's so big, like, The thing about the the dude toys, I felt like our action figures were so tiny and small and like, you can move little things and whatnot. And it's like Barbies are so tall and big and wide. I was, I was like, I was like, there's no compartments for them. Do you get like, where's the car? You know, I was like, how do you shoot things from their arms? Like, I was like, where's the functionality? I was like, all about function and stuff like that. I was like, I was uh, just Kind of being thrown back to when my cousin would, you know, make me play Barbies with her or something like that. i like, I don't really like this. I mean, uh, you know, thinking that a Barbie movie was coming out by Mattel, I was like, oh gosh, y'all gonna just big cash grab. I was like, every, instantly, I was like, oh, we're gonna get some Minion shit right here. I was like, this is not gonna be good. And turns out, this is some of the most entertaining, funny, high quality, empowering. Uh, pieces of media that is a you know meta for good and for bad that helps the big corporation unfortunately but it's like I'm still glad these messages are being put out there and that they're able to poke fun poke and make fun of themselves too I think that this is um you know it's a fun movie and I I think girls you know probably 10 of 10 and up would enjoy this very much you know under 10 they might not understand it 100 percent. they might be like what's going on you know um you know who are these bobby i am mean, uh, a brats girl you know like uh, <laughs> like i i um yeah i i think even brad's girls will um enjoy this movie as well so whether you were a brad's girl barbie guy barbie girl whatever um i think that um you'll enjoy barbie i i did see some like political posts about it they're like oh this is anti this anti that blah 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 and i was like, i was like all right well i'll watch it i'll see if it is and it's like It's like the most bland, not bland, I'm saying bland. It's like the most, I don't want to say it's like the most generic positive message, but it's literally the most encompassing message that I feel like the most bipartisan message that you could probably say about it's like, like women empowerment and, and in the same way that, uh, Sorry, I gotta sneeze. Uh it's kind of like women empowerment, but uh sorry, I sneeze really really got my nose. Um but sorry, I completely lost train of thoughts. Um, anyways, they they have situations in this movie where they are showing where Mattel has kind of messed up on the self images of Barbie. And I got to say that I was uh, pleasantly surprised to see how self aware Mattel was about, you know, poking fun at themselves that me being male dominated uh, corporation and, um, you know, having having the wherewithal to say whoa those designs really did not work and you know many corporations aren't willing to go that far you know most of them are willing to be like all right that was funny all right that was funny all right damn it that was funny you know like most of them won't feed into the joke as deep as they did and i'm i'm glad they did for this and i I feel like greta gerwig probably got a little bit of free rain to do what she wanted um I'm curious how much more they can feed into that for a second movie. I'm not sure if you can really sustain that type of humor. It's like and fuck the big corp, you know, it's like wait, you know, corporation is like uh, you know, they're going to be like you know what, you can say that as long as you're making 700 fucking million dollars in 3 weeks, you know? It's like basically made our money back. So anyways, um Let's hop into the spoiler section for um, Barbie, the uh, 2023 Greta Gerwig movie. Um, Again, eight out of 10, I enjoyed the hell out of this movie, despite it having, um, it's definitely not perfect and there's room to improve. I'm glad this exists there. The cast is having an A plus A amazing time. And um, I can't think of many adjectives right now because I'm, you know, my my, uh, my my brain is spinning, but um, so yeah, it just looks like a good ass time. I enjoy when it starts. I enjoy when it ends. I'd say maybe it's uh, maybe five, ten minutes too long and they could kind of wrap it up a little bit faster, but honestly... I can just see the, uh, you know, a certain subsection of demographic I feel like if I was an 11 year old girl, I would probably just want to rewatch the whole movie all over again I did. I think I watched Shrek like 13 times when I was in Las Vegas when my dad wouldn't stop gambling I was like, I was like fuck I'm going to the fucking room I'm gonna watch Shrek about 10 times and I fucking did he was like looked at the bill he was like two hundred and fifty million dollars on a Shrek god dang oh god (laughs) oh if I could see his face again when I gave him that 250 dollar bill for 13 rentals of Shrek in the hotel room classic classic times all right let's get into the barbie spoilers (laughs) that was random uh what movie have y'all repeatedly rented over did you like most people probably just did the 24-hour rental and you could watch it many times but i didn't realize like the shrek watch it on demand thing was not like it was you had to pay to play so i literally paid or i didn't have to pay i was i was like Six years old, seven years old, but I still I played that thing like 10 times. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. So, all right, here's the spoilers for Barbie 2023 Stereotypical Barbie and a wide range of fellow Barbies all reside in Barbie land. Oh, before I get any further, I gotta say I watched the toys that made us I think it's episode one. It's about Barbie. It's on Netflix, and it gives you a very interesting backstory in about thirty to forty minutes about the toy Barbie and Mattel and how it was all created. Fascinating story. I think they'll probably, if Mattel is smart, they'll probably end up going into some of that and like a, uh, I hope like an A twenty four type documentary style for the the makers of that. I think that there are some very interesting characters. They should be they could be following and making some stories out of. Um, or, you know, retell some of that history. Anyways, Toys That Made Us on Netflix. So, uh, so a wide range of fellow Barbies all reside in Barbie land. Uh, Matriarchal, all women hold all primary positions. Society, were where women are self-confident, self-sufficient, and successful. Where their Ken counterparts spend their days engaging in recreational activities at the beach. They do things and work such as beach. The Barbies hold all important job positions such as doctors, lawyers, and politicians. Beach Ken is only happy when he is with Barbie and seeks a closer relationship but Barbie rebuffs him in favor of independence and female friendships, which I can totally see. It is kind of like a, a sometimes this movie does feel kind of binary, and that does feel like some of the ways it's like, oh, I don't want to be this, I want to be that. Um Love the opening. Love the hey Barbie, and they do the like the opening, and she's like, uh-uh-uh. And she's doing like the they're doing the dance in the shower and there's no water coming out and she's got the water. She's like, uh, 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 and it's it's one of those things where it shows like the routine of the day. And I, I always love one of these things. It's like, they share the routine, like movies and TV shows will do this a lot. It's like, they'll share like the routine of the day. They'll go through the day, like waving at everybody. And then like, they'll go through it. And then the next day or the, the day that things are going wrong, this is very much what happens. Uh, it's like something's not right about the day. It's like something weird will happen. It's like everything will be from the same pos- camera positions. So like in this case, Barbie's like getting out of bed. She like falls. She's like you know her feet are all messed up. They're not all Barbie like anymore. Which we're like, ooh, so, I was like get Tarantino and fix that stuff. <laughs> I was like, I was like, uh, so again, we're like obsessed with like Roger Margot. Rago, Rago. Margot Robbie's feet. Um, just like in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Um, well So anyways, she's uh her whole day is like all off. She does like one day that's like everything's working. One day she's like, Hey Barbie and then the second day she's like, Hey Barb's whoa and she like falls off and long story short i'm kind of going back and forth on this um you know she's tethered to a uh, real life barbie and the girl that is playing with that real life barbie is experiencing distress she's experiencing depression some sort of thoughts of suicide and cellulite and stuff like that, or not suicide but she's the th- thoughts of uh you know death and stuff like that not suicide. (laughs) She's having thoughts of death and just existentialism, I guess. And uh, basically, her owner in the real life who she's tethered to is not happy. So she has to go to the real world and figure out why she's not happy. Um, Let me continue on with the actual uh, plot synopsis right here. So basically, she's Barbie and Ken, even though that's the whole reason that he's like existed, it's like Barbie and Ken, like, Ken was made because the fans said that they, the, the girls wrote in and said Barbie needs a boyfriend, and this was in like the 60s or 70s like that, and so uh, I believe Ken was created. And so during a dance party, Barbie is suddenly stricken with worries about mortality. She's like, do you ever think about dying? It was like, what? And then, um, uh that's where I think like younger kids are going to be like what are you even talking about um no and so the next day she finds that she can oh oh oh, yeah Simeon Lou, and Ken Ken Bingsley Adir and and uh Ryan Gosling all hilarious I they they all have me rolling and they have half of half of the sex education team in here as well the sex education uh uh the guy that uh, he's working under Will, Will Farrell. he's in sex education. The one guy that's gonna be the Doctor Who again, um, he's gonna be in there. Uh, a lot, Maeve is in this as well. You got Margot Robbie's basically twin. She's got dark hair in this. So it's hard, you know, she does, does look a little bit different, but damn, I was like, God dang. So anyways, the next day, she, uh, Barbie finds she can no longer compete her, Sorry complete her usual routine and discovers her feet have gone flat and she has cellulite I mean it's like the worst thing imagine right i'm pretty sure I got cellulite what the fuck um weird um barbie a wise but disfigured outcast who i've heard almost every single girl i've talked to that has uh, seen this movie or woman or whatever has said everyone has had one of these disfigured barbies and kate mckinnon is hilarious in it uh, I, uh she plays it so well and she's doing these splits out of nowhere she's like "Whoop!" and the like the the sound effect and the sound effects in these movie in this movie are just as good as the the, the visuals you're saying they're so fucking funny loved it loved it um so kate mckinnon tells her that uh Secure her uh affix affection, affliction, sorry, I can't I'm dry as shit. Affliction, she must travel into the real world and find the child, the child playing with her. Um, on her way to the real world, Barbie finds Ken stowed away in her convertible. And I love how every time someone's in this damn convertible, whether it's Michael Sarah's Alan, yeah, old weird old Alan um uh, who wears all Ken's clothes uh he's it, everyone's in the convertible when someone's found in there Everyone's was like whoa <laughs> it's like some fucking <laughs> it reminds me of some crazy town or something like that um uh, you know kids television show or like when a kid like actually plays with it it's so fucking funny and, and the way the the actors are reacting to it It, it's like speed racer but goofy and not serious it it was so fucking funny I was getting big speed racer vibes with some of the transitions and what was going on here so arriving at Venice Beach the two get up to multiple antics alarming the Mattel CEO played by Will fucking Farrell so fucking good this was the casting I needed in this movie, I was starting to feel like a little bit of a lull coming up in there, the point of them like doing like these hijinks and shenanigans of them trying on the when they get into the real world basically men are being completely snobs to Barbie and you know Ken's loving the patriarchy type shit going down. Um you know, or you know, having everything you know run by men and whatnot, uh, and he's kind of like he's like huh? horses, huh? Sylvester uh, mini fridges. It's like just like multiple things that just get him like going, and he's like, "Oh, that's it!" And he's like, "This is the way to live. This is the life." And so um you know this there's a little part where they're like running around getting arrested and stuff like that I was like, do you really want me to like analyze that like how they got out of that and whatnot you know do do they have wallets they have IDs like are they just being released back on the street and they it's like what is going on so uh like multiple times they're like stealing costumes and shit like that I was like I don't know what to think about this (laughs) just don't think about it it's like one of those things is like you know the logistics of this movie sometimes are just like, just hand wave it away. It doesn't really fucking matter. It's just a fucking movie. Um, so, anyways, anyways, arriving at Venice Beach, the two get caught up in multiple antics, alarming the Meta, the Mattel CEO, Will Ferrell. And so, when Will Ferrell comes in, it's like, it's a much needed breath of uh, fresh air. I love his just ridiculousness. I heard like one or two complaints about it. I was like, this dude is exactly what we need. Um, some ridiculousness, and he makes the, the the their Mattel just look ridiculous in itself, but not to the degree that anyone actually believe that that's how in, like incompetent or anything like that. So alarming the Mattel CEO who orders their capture. He's like, we need that Barbie back in the box. Barbie tracks down her owner, a uh, tween girl Sasha who criticizes her for encouraging her unrealistic beauty standards. Sasha is an outright ass to Barbie like immediately on hand. It's like, all right, this girl's got some serious issues going on. It's like, uh, she might need uh, some Lex or maybe might need some therapy and some some better help or something. Get her some shit out there. That's what I gotta say. so I was like, this is a little bit much, and I will say like her finding Sasha and her, you know, a lot of this was just kind of like hand wavy it's like it's like a, don't worry about it it's like okay. Um, so. There's a lot of like logistical things about the world and about the character you just don't you don't want to like dissect it too much. Distraught after Sasha rips her a new one, Barbie discovers that Gloria, a Mattel employee, is Sasha's mother, is the catalyst of her existential existence. It's not Sasha, it's the mother. Gloria had began to play with Sasha's old Barbie toys while experiencing her own identity crisis, inadvertently transferring her concerns to Barbie. Which is why Barbie feels sad, Barbie, and we have this like crazy, like Adult Swim style, like commercial that makes it like we got depressed, Barbie. She got sad, Barbie. You got take a nap, Barbie. Uh, I was like, this is wild that Mattel would even like entertain this, and honestly, it's right up the TikTok Gen Z kids alleys to have a fucking depressed ass. tired as uh Barbie I think it 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 would sell it would fucking sell identity crisis Barbie you know uh I think there's a selling point in a lot of these you know even was it mage who's her uh the pregnant uh Barbie that always just all infinitely always pregnant could never have the baby um kind of weird but I still think that would definitely sell I think they there would be probably pregnant women that would want a mage, as you know, like, remembrance of remember when you were pregnant kind of thing. I don't know. I, I definitely think that there's probably like, am I crazy and thinking that there would be a market for that? I don't know. Um, now, some of those things with the, the breast enhancing one, it's like, all right, that, that was a little bit excessive, didn't need to do all that. So yeah, I heard that, yeah, there was a ton of these little Easter eggs from the dog, to the outfits, to the kins, to the A lot of this was. um, deep cut barbie. merchandise. So mattel attempts to um to put barbie in a toy from remanufacturing and when uh Margot robbie basically like goes up there and talks to will ferrell and everyone and they're like yeah well so will you just get back in the box and she's like oh yeah i love the box and she's like going in the box and she's like gets ready to get in the box and she's like oh well one second but will Ferrell's like oh. he's like <laughs> he comes in like a karate stance i freaking i fell over I fucking, I was like, ah. <laughs> I, was, I was like, dude, this guy is so fucking funny. Oh my goodness! It just it, was he gonna like karate chop a a, a Robbie giant Barbie ass? <laughs> oh, I, I was laughing so hard. So. She's like, oh, yeah, I'm not really feeling the box. Can I go to the bathroom? And they're like, hmm, all right, well, as long as you don't escape. And she's like she's like I definitely won't escape and she's like and then they're like oh she's escaping and they they have this like goofy ass like Chase they're running all over the fucking office and stuff like that it has like the fun music it's like and everyone's having just like a fun time running around um it kind of gets the energy up I guess I wonder if there's like a mandatory or if there's uh, I wonder if there is like, there's like the energy's kind of low, so we need to like bump it up a little bit, play a fun song. I wonder if it's that kind of thing or what, but it, it definitely, it got, it gets your blood going up. And Will Ferrell's hilarious. Like he's like running and he's, he like, he corners her and then they he's like, gotcha. And then she like runs around him and stuff like that. And it's just like fucking hilarious. I was like, this guy is so fucking funny. I love to have him Ferrell in this. And uh, of course, it has the, the blending again with uh the lego batman of it all so she escapes with Gloria and Sasha's help and the three travel to Barbie land with the Mattel CEO and high-ranking executives in pursuit meanwhile Ken learns about the patriarchal system and feels respected like I said Stallone many fridges uh Ford Chevrolet cars sh- trucks you know mountains and shit. I don't know uh <laughs> um and feels respected accepted for the for and accepted for the first time returning to barbie land he persuades that other kins to take over and they like changed all these random things about barbie land they changed like um uh put horse heads on on the mountain ranges and you know uh the barbie's dollhouse is now kin's mojo dojo Casa house, and just like, he's like making up some random shit at this point. And I'm like, all right. And him and Simeon Lou are both kind of like in a, a weird, like, uh, competition for like Barbie's affection, like that. And I, everything from down to them, but they're dancing at the end to them having just like a, a quote unquote beach off at the beginning. I was like, he's like, I'll beat you off. It's like, wait, what? What'd you say? He's like, oh, no, a beach off. You mean we'll go to the beach? Oh, that's what you mean. Right, right. Um, But it's still pretty damn funny. Um, Let me see what else. Uh, So... returning to Barbie land he he persuades the other kids to take over and the Barbies are indoctrinated into submissive roles, such as maids housewives and agreeable girlfriends. This is where I feel like the the turn of the movie becomes way more of a kin movie it's like a secret underground kin movie but it's like in the in the of the heart of the Of the Barbie movie, even though there is very much the women empowerment of it all. It does feel like a, but what is, where is Ken in all this? I was like, I don't give a fuck about Ken, you know, I was like, yeah, fuck this guy, fuck him, fuck the patriarchal system, fuck all that shit. Um, so, such as, uh, you know, housewives, maids, and agreeable girlfriends, Barbie arrives and tries to convince Ken and the Barbies to return to the way things were only to be rebuffed all of the girls are like basically all the other barbies are like what what's going on you know they're almost like under a spell hypnotized um she becomes depressed like literally margaret robbie's like all right i'll just let one of the really good more leadership oriented barbies take this one Bye. and she's like flops over she becomes depressed But Gloria gives an inspirational speech about society's conflicting expectations of women, restoring Barbie's self confidence. Now I got to say, basically, when Barbie returns back from the real world, kind of starts to feel a little bit more rocky for me. Um, it, It already was a tad rocky for me. And the real world, I was like, where are we gonna end this up in? But then it starts to feel like it becomes way more preachy as it goes. But, you know, it it is very much of Greta Gerwig wanting to get her her thoughts and feelings on the page of, you know, down with the patriarchy kind of system. With the assistance of Sasha, weird Barbie, Allen, and other discontinued dolls, uh, there's like this big like uprival, uh, you know, down with the patriarchy, uh, Gloria, uh uses her messages and i gotta say every time they 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 cut to to alan he whether he's crying or saying you know alan lives matter too you know it's like, it's like I'm <laughs> oh my god i was like this guy is just too much oh um gloria uses her messages on all um on all Barbies to bring them out of their subordinate behaviors. The restored Barbies then manipulate the Kins to fight amongst themselves and distract from altering the constitution to enshrine male superiority while uh, so basically the men are fighting while there's this reconstitution of Barbie land which kind of feels like it's done like behind our back. It's like it's like we know all of that's going to happen and there's like this big like women led thing going on but we're kind of literally the the camera is focusing on the men and it's focusing on the kins and it's focusing on all the kins doing all of this and um uh like it does feel kind of like barbie gets a little bit of the short shrift like she's She's the sad one, but then Ken becomes the sad one and then there's down with the patriarchy, it seems like a lot of things are going on and I will say I'm not sure if it. All coalesces to make 100% sense, but I know i've enjoyed myself in there twice i've watched barbie twice yeah i'll come on and say it. I'll, I'll say it. i've saw it twice. Um, and it is very good I, I like I I had to see it the second time, mostly because I was like well and. Uh, like. I had to make sure I wasn't crazy and I wasn't um, so Gloria gives an empowered uh, gives an inspirational speech about society's ex- conflicting expectations of women restoring Barbie self confidence with the assistance of oh yeah I said all this um, with the assistance of Sasha weird Barbie Allen and the other discontinued dolls uh, Gloria uses her messages on all of the Barbies to bring them out of the subordinate behaviors. The restored Barbies then manipulate the Kins fight amongst themselves and distract them from altering the Constitution to enshrine male superiority, while the Barbies regain their positions of power back to. The President, I was gonna say something else, but I was like that doesn't make sense um in the um, in the process, they also realize. The error of the pre, uh the previous societal system and decide to make their uh to make changes in Barbie land, including better treatment for the kins and outcast dolls. Barbie and Ken apologize to each other, acknowledging their failings. I gotta say, for as remarkably impressively fit and attractive as these two actors are. It did feel like oil and water when they were together trying to have some sort of romantic chemistry, I was like what is going on here, I was like this is very strange um but yeah uh, it, it, it turns out they they don't need to be boyfriend girlfriend kind of thing and it it, it makes a lot more sense, in my opinion. Um, so, <clears throat> Ken bemoans modes that he has no identity or purpose without Barbie to which Barbie encourages him to find an autonomous sorry uh yeah autonomous uh identity Barbie who remains unsure of her own purpose and identity basically Ken you need to go find, get a life get a fucking life that's what she said basically <laughs> Um, and she's like, I, I need to get a fucking life. I need to get a life too. So she's like, unsure of her own purpose and identity meets meets with the spirit of Mattel, co-founder Ruth Handler, who <clears throat> explains that Barbie's story has no set ending and her ever evolving history surpasses that of her roots, which is a good way to sell it it's a good way to sell it that means there's always another fashion line there's always another barbie coming out and you can get one for i don't know what is barbie's what does a barbie cost these days like 20 bucks barbie cost let me see what this costs real quick current price 24.97 yeah so anyways um let's finish this up my eyes are so dry right now after the barbies and like five other speeches of people just saying all right we got things to say after the barbies kansas and mattel executives bid barbie oh, goodbye. she decides to become human and return to the real world sometime later gloria her husband And Sasha take Barbie, now going by the name Barbara Handler, to her first gynecological appointment, which I thought was actually kind of a pretty, pretty funny way to end this movie. And that, my friends, is Barbie 2023. Let me know what you thought about this movie. Again, I would give it an 8 out of 10. I think it's... uh, like I said, not a perfect movie, but it is a really good fucking movie. I th- is, I hope that is a fast way of saying that. And it's uh, empowering in ways that I hope are beneficial towards, you know, females, feminine, uh, people that want women's rights done right. And um, yeah, I think that that will do it for the stream. I am... So exhausted right now, I cannot even process right now. So, what I, I'm pretty sure I said, it. eight out of ten, everyone. And, uh, you know what to do follow us on Look It Out Podcast. First of all, let me know what you thought about the review. Let me know what you thought about the movie. Let me know how I can improve. You know what to do. Look It Out Podcast at gmail.com. If you want to email, uh, comment, subscribe, likes, follow, subscribe, whatever you got to do to help support the podcast, keep us afloat, you know what to do. PayPal support, patreon.com slash podcast for all reviews early. You can be listening to this review early on patreon.com slash podcast. We are live on Twitch as well. All links in description and on our website, com. Thank you for listening, watching. I'm a puppy girl in a puppy world. In the plastic, in all right everybody take it easy